Hi, and welcome to the first podcast for St. Joseph Home Care Services. Please listen and enjoy. Hello, St. Joseph team. This is Michelle Glover. I'm here to cover the reminder section of our podcast. We're preparing for the Memorial Day holiday. Please remember to submit your PTO. We want to make sure that you get some summer time. Please make sure that you ask patients whether or not they want to be seen during that time. Want to make sure that we talk about 485s. The managers are now signing your 485s. They're not coming to you. I, we want to make sure that you cover all the bases. Here are some things to pay attention to. Make sure you add effective dates or week of for all disciplines. Make sure if you've got wound care that you indicate who will learn. Our goal in home health is to help people be independent. Make sure you're teaching someone. Frequency needs to indicate when the dressings are due, who will perform them, and your frequency should decrease as the clinician, the caregiver, and or any other involved parties learn the wound care. If you have any questions, as always, feel free to give us a call. We're here to support you. Have a great day. Hi everyone, this is Alan Kamarik. I'm the new Director of Clinical Excellence for the region, and I get to be the one who brings you the humor corner for our podcast. So here are 10 ways to know if you're a home health nurse. Number 10, you carry a virtual clinic in your work vehicle and could easily respond solo to a small disaster. Nine, you're greeted by patients' pets and given the lick of approval before entering the residence. Eight, duct tape, bug spray, jumper cables and toilet tissue are as much a part of your supplies as your stethoscope. Seven, you know the best little mom and pop diners, coffee shops, and watering holes that have Wi-Fi out in the boonies. Six, you have all all the clean restrooms and isolated fields pinned on your GPS for emergency pit stops. Five, you have superior assessment skills and the ability to improvise, adapt, and overcome in any, literally any, situation. Four, you carry your own fold-up stool or chair and always, politely of course, decline any food or drink that is offered by the patient or family. Three, you do not own a pair of white scrub pants and your favorite colors are dark and don't show dirt. Two, you firmly believe all medical residents should spend a few months riding with a home care nurse to understand how their patients live when not in the hospital. And one, you know precisely where your cell phone will lose its signal and time your calls accordingly. Thank you very much, and I look forward to bringing you the Humor Corner next week. Hello, everyone. My name's Janelle Sutter, and I'm the Director of Patient Care Services at Seacrest Hospice. I'd like to share with you an inspirational story by Hardik Vora, and it's titled Building a House. An old carpenter about to retire was telling his boss about his plans to stop working with construction and enjoy life with his wife and his children. He was so excited about retiring that he wasn't even looking forward to a paycheck that month. All he really wanted was just to retire. The boss was upset about losing such a great worker, and as a personal favor, he asked the man to work on the construction of one last home. The old carpenter didn't want to accept it, but he couldn't deny his boss that one last favor. So he took the job. But it was just to clear his heart. He wasn't in it. He wasn't in it. He just wanted to get it finished and over with. Consequently, he was a little careless and he ended up using bad quality material in the construction of the home. It was a sad way to finish such an excellent career with so many years of total dedication. 
but he was tired. When the house was done, his boss was there to inspect it. He gave the key to this house to the old carpenter and he said, this is your home. It's a gift to you for everything that you have done and so many years of hard work that you have put forth. The carpenter was shocked. What a shame, he thought. If he had known it was his home, he would certainly have done things differently. So remember, you are the carpenter in your own life. You construct your life a little bit every day. You hit a nail here, you build a wall there, and so on. Life is a do-it-yourself project. Your acts and choices now will build the house that you will live in later on. So let's just do it right. Have a great day. Hi everyone, this is Christy Cowett, Admin Assistant. I will be sharing the policies review with you. So for today, I would like to let everyone know how to locate these policies on Staff Hub. If you are using a tablet, you would click on the File Hub icon. And if you're using your desktop at the Staff Hub homepage, you would click on Quick Links and then click the File Hub icon. And on that, um, when that opens, you open up to the public files. Next, you click on the Policies and Procedures folder, then click on Home Health folder, and then click on Administrative Policies. And once you're in there, you would click on the chapter you want or the chapter that the policy is in. For instance, um, you would click on Chapter 2, the Provisions of Care, Treatment, and Service, and you look for the policy that you want. You would then click on the policy. It will open as a PDF, and then you can choose to download it or print it or just read it. Um, so that's how simple it is. Thanks, everyone. Until next time. I'm Melanie Jensen, Registered Nurse and Regional Educator for Providence St. Joe's Home Health, and this is your OASIS Tip of the Day. Today we're going to focus on M2020, which is Management of Oral Medications. This reflects the patient's current ability to prepare and take all oral medications reliably and safely, including administration of the correct dose at the appropriate times and intervals. I want to focus on a couple of the key words in that description, the first one being patient's current ability. Consider the patient's ability at the time of the visit. Post-hospital fatigue, confusion, pain, etc. can affect the patient's ability to properly take medications. Think about all oral medications. This focuses only on those that are placed in the mouth and swallowed. Medications that are administered by other routes, such as sublingual, buccal, swish and expectorate, or those given through a gastrostomy or other tube are excluded from M2020 consideration. Think about reliably and safely when you're scoring a patient. This item includes assessing the patient's ability to one, obtain the medication from where it is routinely stored, two, read the label or otherwise correctly identify the medication, three, open the container and select the pill or tablet, or pour the measured amount into a cup and orally ingest the medication at the correct time.
Most home health patients cannot accomplish all of these items reliably and safely so soon after being discharged from the hospital or recuperating from a recent illness. If the patient's ability to manage oral medications varies among the different medications they are taking, consider the medication for which the most assistance is needed when scoring the patient. Some additional guidance for M2020. Enter response zero if the patient sets up his own planner or is able to take the medication in the correct dosage at the correct time. Enter response one if the patient is independent in oral medication administration, as long as someone else either prepares the individual doses, such as a MediPlanner, or modifies the original medication container, such as marking labels or removing childproof lids to enable the patient to access the medication, or developing a drug diary or chart that the patient refers to in order to take the medications appropriately. Response two is reserved for the patient that requires daily reminders to take the medications. And response three would be used for the patient that does not have the cognitive or physical ability at start of care to take all medications correctly every time. And you haven't been able to establish that setting up a diary or pillbox would be successful in assisting the patient to remain compliant with all medications. NA response is only chosen if the patient does not have any oral medications prescribed. Some things to think about when answering M2020. Does the patient have confusion or forgetfulness? Is the patient safe with ambulation? How did you score M1860? What was the patient's mock score and is he a fall risk? What is my assessment of the patient's manual dexterity, M1810? How do they deal with buttons, zippers, medication bottle caps, and filling a med box? And how is the patient's vision, M1200? Is the patient having pain that limits movement or clouds judgment and thinking? That would be response M1242. If you want to review this information and look at some scenarios for practice, you will find them posted in box. Just search for Oasis Tips of the Day to locate the folder. Thanks for listening. This is Melanie with your Oasis Tip of the Day. Hi, my name is Liz Wessel, and in my role as the Director of Mission Integration for Home Care Services, I'm delighted to be able to offer the Reflections of the Day. Thank you. The Value of Excellence. We set the highest standards for ourselves and for our ministries. Through transformation and innovation, we strive to improve the health and quality of life in our communities. We commit to compassionate, safe, and reliable practices for the care of all. Reflection on Excellence Do what you love and love what you do. If we can fall in love with serving people, creating value, solving problems, building valuable connections, and doing work that matters, it makes it far more likely we're going to do important work. Seth Godin. It matters. Every time you do your best work or settle for second best, it matters. 
Every time you assist someone with their development or keep your knowledge to yourself, it matters. Every time you respond to the needs of others with love and action or ignore the plight of those less fortunate, it matters. Every time you encourage someone to achieve great deeds or discourage them from trying, it matters. Every time you approach your day with passion and enthusiasm or just go through the motions, it does matter. When you smile or scold a stranger, it matters. Each time you pray or choose to do life in your own power, it matters. Everything we do makes some sort of difference in the world, whether it's good or bad. When we understand that every single action matters and take responsibility for the outcomes we are creating, we can start to make deliberate choices that will intentionally make the world a better place. Your actions really do matter, and so do you.